been a minute right now. I've been on a hiatus um, for the past two weeks. Didn't record because, you know, when you record in your li- real life backstory, you know, you un- you're, you're unpacking this baggage, right? And so I was getting so emotional, right? I started thinking about certain things, started getting in my head. As they call it, I was getting in my bag. And then I was just like, nah, 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 nah. You got to continue, right? So I'm listening, to, I'm listening to voice messages, emails. I'm reading text messages, DMs and stuff. And I was like, oh, shit, my following is growing. People are actually really interested in my life. And it's not an interest as a some gossip, you know, love and hip-hop type of nonsense. It's more so like... This is a real true life story from this Arab girl who now is an Arab woman who is in this diverse and identity based, you know, lifestyle. Right. And so like what she's been through, what I've been through. Right. It kind of like correlates. Right. It relates to other women. It relates to other people, you know, and so I'm just like, all right, you know what? Let me just go back, jump back on the mic. Right. So, you know, that's what we do. That's technically that's what I do. I'm not known to just give up. So, and not that I'm saying that I'm giving up or nothing like that, but I'm just really like, let me get to the grind of things, right? Let me give y'all what I wanted you to hear. And so, episode eight, it's called the parenting. And when I say parenting, or when I'm titling this per se episode, I'm just saying like coming from an 18 year old young girl raising and having a baby girl so I'm getting smacked around in my you know in my face on my head because now I'm in an abusive relationship with the dad so the forbidden and I are just going at it right we we we, he hates me I can't stand him We, we we we're growing apart I'm looking at him having this expectation of him being like my dad because in my head growing up my dad was a good guy you know he tried he provide he gave he did what he had to do so this dude this the forbidden is the total opposite of my father but then come to think of it they don't have any type of um resemblance or relevance amongst each other right so i got this little girl who one is interracial b she don't look like me and i don't look like her so of course you you know i'm triggered right because i'm like shit i'm growing up all this time wondering where the people who can I relate to who I look like who look like me who can who understands me who I understand and now I have a baby that is interracial that is half black looks black and I'm back to square one where I gotta sit here and try to identify with my child have my child identify with me and then it's versus the world where you know when you put us together you wouldn't even believe that we're parents like i'm her, i mean i'm sorry i'm her parent or she's my child so when we're talking about the 90s i'm talking about the late 90s it's like this arab girl having a baby by a black man was like what the hell and then this visual imaginary daughter when i was pregnant is like oh she's gonna look like me she's gonna have my hair and she's gonna have my skin tone and she's she's my my little princess is gonna be like me come to think of it she's total opposite of me hair texture is different body um texture skin texture you know like she was born gorgeous of course but she resembled what her dad she resembled her family her father's side of the family not mine and so 
I was stressed because it's like not only that I had to deal with that identity crisis and that relatability now I have to basically teach my child how to relate to my culture into my into my world and also relate to her dad's world and 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 what's outside world and the school world and the educational world and the playground world and and that was a challenge for me because it was just like how do I now have my child fit into my life and me fit into my child's life so being a parent at that point was how I'm gonna feed her because I'm dead ass broke I'm on public assistance. I'm trying to get into school. I'm trying to get a job. Um, I got a little girl where I'm just like taking her from daycare to daycare. You know, the savior is helping me out with her so much. She doesn't know what's going on. You know, we both take pictures together and it's like, oh, you babysit? Or, you know, is, is that your friend's baby? Like no one ever wants to say, yeah, that's her child, right? And so my daughter at that time, she was too young to understand and, you know, too cute for me to even feel the whole time that I was raising her as a mother, I was more sad. I was more like, I couldn't give her the things that I see kids have today, right? I can't do things for her. Um, I'm a high school graduate who works as a waitress, who works as a clerk, um, who was hustling and trying to figure out what to do, who's getting beat down emotionally, physically, um, psychologically, financially by the forbidden. So it's kind of like, I had a baby by the forbidden, and now the forbidden is doing me dirty, which very neglectful to our child. And I had to take on the burden. I had to be this big, big, you know, the, the mom. I had to be dad. I had to be figuring out when's gonna, our next meal going to be. And so on top of that, I had to deal with the racial um, comments and, and, and the acceptance. I had to deal with the interracial comments and an and acceptance. You know, it's it just was like is this what I was supposed to do? Because not only now I'm being abused at home, not only am I being abused from the public because, you know, words are abusive, right? And then I'm hustling and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do with this. And I'm raising this child and I'm like, there's nothing of me with her. Because I'm looking at it at that time from the front lens right from the outside looking in and I'm a child raising a child worrying about when am I going to feed my kid or where am I going to sleep at because if I leave the forbidden me and my child is out in the street so it's like it was this big balloon life like I lived in a bubble and I didn't have any tools or any needle sharp edge to get out of that bubble so parenting at age 19 19 and 20 uh between between when my child was born up to she was three years old it was challenging because as my child kept growing my child's features kept changing and the more she kept getting older the more she started changing and as she was changing she was less of me and more of her dad and not that I had any resentment to the dad but it was just like as she started to notice and as she started getting older she would question me and say why you don't look like me why your hair is not like me why you know in school people think you know that's your babysitter or that's your nanny versus that's your mother because they couldn't put the two and two together and either my child was growing up fighting to say that's my mom yes that's my mom 
and I'm over here, that's my kid, or do you have a birth certificate? Do you have any proof that that's your child? I'm like, excuse me? Like, I'm her mom. Like, I'm on the blue card. Like, I'm the mom. But needless to say, in addition to that, I'm parenting and I'm basically exposing my child to witness domestic violence and and witness poverty and I was resenting myself because it was like what else am I going to do how am I going to have this child grow up and then as she started getting older and I'm still with the forbidden and I'm hustling and I'm when I say hustle I'm like working two three jobs I'm going to school at night I'm dragging my kid to college I'm I'm like going home 12 o'clock at night like I didn't have a moment to breathe so 18 19 20 21 22 I'm working Monday through Sunday I'm coming home at night I'm running to two different three different boroughs of picking up my kid and dropping her off and bringing her around I didn't have a time to sit down and enjoy my kid get to know my child and actually learn or understand how parenting is so me at that age considered being a mother actual job and you know my kid was being affected by it right she's growing up and she's going to school she's going to daycare she's going everywhere and she felt divided and somehow some way someone specific specifically had said to her like in her school like oh why does your mom look white and you're black and at age six I'm sorry five she was like mom why you don't look like me oh man when she had said that to me I would never forget that day I just sat on the couch and just looked at her and I was lost with words and I said to her you know it what do you mean we don't look alike we do look alike and she's like don't lie please mom don't don't lie because you don't look like me you're not brown like me you don't have my hair look at my hair look at your hair and you know my friend and 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 and, and their parents said your mom that um that you're white you are white right mom and I was like no I'm not and at that moment I'm like what the fuck am I I'm brown I'm Arab and so I'm like, boo, you are half Arab, you're half me and half dad. And, and, and I'm just like, what do you say? And how do you say this? And what can you say? And, you know, especially I wasn't even educated enough. And I'm, I mean, when I say educated, not education and academics, I'm talking about education, like guided and, and counseled and taught and, and, and mentored to understand how to explain certain things to little kids. Because when you say something like that to your child at that age, your chart, you are putting something in their head that they'll never, never forget the rest of their life. And so I was panicked. I was like, yo, shit, like, what am I going to say to my kid? So I'm like, boo, you are half black. You have a black girl's features but you are still you know half of me and you know and so genetically and scientifically you know your dad's genes were very dominant and they were stronger than my genes and so and I'm, she was looking at me like uh what the hell are you talking about and I'm like okay look at the mirror and I'm looking in the mirror and I just remember myself when and in this in, in my podcast episode three or episode four where I'm like little Arab girl who, who I look like who looks like me who can understand me and so now I'm like shit my kid is about to go through the same shit that I've been through oh hell no you know like I don't want her to repeat with the shit that I've been through so I'm like fuck you know like talking to my friends and, and and my black friends are like yo 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 you know boo don't worry about that you black like me mommy's black too but mommy's just the light version of being black and my daughter was adamant she was like nah mommy's white mommy's a white girl people in school say mommy's a white girl my friends call my mommy a white girl and I'm like get the fuck out of here now my own kid had put me in a box a box that I never even identified with 
because I'm still looking to figure out where the hell do I fit in. So at my early, the 19, 18, 20, 21, 22, I still didn't fucking understand where the fucking who I fucking belong to. What group? Until I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So not only that, it was just like, we, I always felt divided from my child because at school, we had to figure out how I can explain she my kid crazy shit right you meet people in the street i gotta explain how she my kid you meet arabs and new arabs and new family members i gotta explain that her father's black and that, like I, yo I, I don't know if y'all can hear it in my voice i was frustrated i was annoyed i wanted to just hide and just get away from people leave boroughs and leave communities because i was tired of constantly re-explaining and explaining and explaining where now in my adult life I'm like yo fuck you I got nothing to tell you if you what you see you see what you get like I'm Arab I'm brown my kid's half black it is what it is like what but you know besides that as she kid getting older and she's watching tv or she's around school um age kids and she's she's identifying with a community she's identifying being black she's accepting being black but then yet she was very resentful towards me because she didn't want her hair to be a certain way because she wanted her hair to be straight because mommy's hair is soft and straight so I want my hair to be like my mom's hair soft and straight so I was like all right bet I'm trying to get her hair done I'm trying to get it permed I'm trying to get it braided I'm trying to do this you know my, my homegirls are trying to do things for me to help her and she was just hating it and hating herself so then she started talking about her skin and I'm just like how do I console my child who is an interracial child who resembles who ha- who doesn't fully identify with her own in her home and Again, because of my lack of guidance at a young age, I couldn't give her those tools and explain to her and console her at that age. You know, then to add to that, she's watching her mom get beat up by a black man. So in her head, she's thinking like, yo, F this. I'm not trying to look like my dad. I don't want to be like my dad. I don't want to have any features of my dad. Now she's resenting, resenting, resenting. I'm resenting the dad. So she sees all this anger and this drama and all of this has come into play where I'm only on survivor mode. I'm trying to get my kid to make sure that she's going to school. There's no ACS charges against me. My, she has a bed to sleep in. You know, she's getting food. She's getting nutrition. And she's going to these little activities that I can afford. And I'm all this time, I'm just like, yo, I, how the hell did I get my fucking self into this shit? I don't think I could be a parent. I don't know how to parent. I did not know how to parent. And you ask me now, man, people think I'm a pro shit I, you, you, you would think I'm a pro because being on fight or flight I'm always on survival mode to this day I'm, I mean now I'm chilling but from then to now I'm just like yo how the hell did I get through this so as I'm recording these podcasts and I'm reiterating my stories and I'm you know doing these audio books and I'm writing my book and I'm working my full time job and everything and I'm just like yo how the fuck did I get through this shit how the hell did I make it this far what the fuck was I thinking and my 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 what I was thinking it was like shit you better handle your business you better find a resolution for every little problem you better have your fire extinguisher for every little fires that are popping up in front of you you better not you better walk on those hot coals you know and so you know parenting in episode eight in addition to the experience in addition to the domestic violence in addition to poverty and being hungry and scrapping for money and and going to work making minimum wage here minimum wage there at such a young age 
given the fact that I've been carrying this emotional and psychological trauma, now my kid is suffering quite and 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 close to or resembles what I've been through when I was her age. And I'm like, yo, is this really real? Like this cycle is just gonna continue and continue. So, you know, this episode here was just telling you like this is the introduction where I'm struggling with identity in itself and now I have a child who's also going to be experiencing this identity crisis in the early 2000s where when she looks at me she's like you don't look like me you know now that you know 20 years later she still calls me white like she's like my mother's white and you're just like bruh like you can't put me in this box and again have I even taken myself out of that box right or was I am I placed in that box and I kind of like just say fuck it I give in so I'm gonna stay in this box so it's like no I'm not white you know I'm not black and I had a baby by a black man and my daughter is half black you know in my eyes she's my child and I don't see color I see her being a brown woman I see her having beautiful hair beautiful skin and you know she does have qualities that she takes from both parents but it doesn't take away from the fact that these issues that I was dealing with and she was dealing with at such a young age my parenting at that age you know took a toll where I missed so much you know of being that parent and it was a struggle for me then and today you know, I talk about it. I, I laugh about it with her. We talk about certain things. But because I could not answer her questions at that age, she still holds on to those answers 20 years later. And I know she will carry it on further. And so parenting an interracial child that is going to be facing racial um, or, or I'm sorry, questioning about her race and and and. and, and experiencing you know the racial torments that she will be experiencing ongoing it does affect her on based on how I explained her identity then and so when I say you know was I a bad parent no because she was my number one and everything that I needed to take care of was her and she was above and above myself but I was beat down at a young age you know, coming up and growing up, it was the psychological breakdowns that I was dealing with. And then experiencing in the experience, I discussed the poverty, the, the domestic violence, the, the, the emotional abuse, the negligence, the inconsistencies. And as I was, as I was identifying them, I had a little child on my hip and then walking and talking. So, you know, it's 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 something right it's something and this you know episode just gives you a glimpse of what I identified the parenting as and what was I going through raising an interracial child at such a young age and her being so small um so this is part two of the parenting and I want to thank my listeners um for always subscribing and passing the word and continue listening to me express my experiences and my emotions and I want to just genuinely say thank you and I can't wait to go on to the next subject but this is parenting set one um as you know 20 years later set two is going to come through in a season two so thank you for listening this is look up I'm here 
and this is Sky. Thanks.